Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. Uh, we're back with another exciting week. Uh, 2021 uh, Ordinary Time, we're back. <laughs> um, so, big week. Big week for us. Um, and by us, I mean me and Jake. So, Jake and I made it most of the way through January without drinking. And I just think we we need to celebrate that. Like, we need to, we need to ring in this new fresh year drinking jake has some chamomile tea that he's drinking right now he, a big huge chamomile guy over here huge chamomile guy um also huge earl gray guy we know so welcome back welcome back to to drinking to me and jake um i will say several times during this uh expedition we said that Neither of us felt different than we normally do because of not drinking. So I will say either we got so used to drinking that there was no difference when we stopped or we didn't really need it. (laughs) I think that both of those outcomes are probably accurate. It's up to you. To be honest. Um, uh, We have a special guest with us tonight. It's uh, Nick. Nick, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for bringing me into the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of... A weekly recap. I appreciate you guys uh, waiting for me. I know we had a little bit of a time delay here. My hands are so dry. Let's talk about it. What do Um, I do with my hands? I what do I normally do with my hands? My hands are split in half. Oh yeah, literal gashes in my hand from how dry they are. Mine are too. It is that time of year though. It's, it's no, it is. But in addition, we have to wash our hands more and we have to hand sanitize more. Yes. So every, every bit of moisture that was even in my hands to begin with is, is just gone. Like my hands are actual, like, like rough grit sandpaper. All right, so let's get into it then. What, uh, what kind of lotion do you recommend for this time of year, Alex? Okay, listen. So I will say. <laughs> I think we should all, I, give I, our, all give our hand, hand lotion cho- uh, choices so to the viewers I, here. I will say, I tried for the first time this year, and I actually have it here because I need to put it on. <laughs> my hands are fucking dry as shit. Um, I tried, I don't know if all Bath and Body Works lotion is like the same formula. I have, um, my roommate has, who has since moved out, gifted me one of the aromatherapy line uh, lotions. And it is honestly one of the only lotions I've ever used that is not like, that like doesn't stay wet like on your palms. Like the worst thing for me is when I can't like grab things. Like I usually, it, it, if it's like that, I will only like, I'll take two fingers and like rub it on the back of my hand. Like I hate the feeling of like wet on my palms. I am with you. Yeah, 100%. I have to say, Alex, I have to say wet palms are your, your least attractive trade. I will say that. <laughs> so fuck off. I honestly, um, I highly recommend this stuff because I will put it on and it soaks in and your hands do not get wet on the palms, which is amazing. So, um, Bath and Body Works, keep up the good work. All right. Well, anyway, I, I have a, I have a recommendation. Else, yeah, um, please do. Please, please. Let's, let's hear it. Cause the people want to know. Well, so mine get real bad just because the, where I work is a very dry place and it's super mm-hmm. cold and frigid and we're walking the dog two miles a day every day. And 
like the um, so I've been using at home. Uh, Sarah uses Cerave, you know the ceramites mm-hmm. in Cerave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to say the ceramites in Cerave when you're putting it on, or it doesn't work. Uh, that's the the biggest point about that one. Um, the ceramides, I'm sorry, ceramides is what it is. Uh, <laughs> so I um I picked up something in like for my work bag, and I use oh, the you work bag. I didn't know this. I just talk about it. I have too much shit to carry back and forth that I don't want to leave on my locker. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like every time I hear about like a go bag or something, I think about that commercial, the Michelob ultra commercial where the guy's like running and then he like runs up the stairs with like a backpack and then like pulls like a six pack of Michelob ultra out. <laughs> I need that like, exact thing. It's like all, it's all like hot people and it's like hot people drink this beer. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know what hot people don't drink craft beer. True. So let's talk about it. All right. So no, I uh, my um my go to at work is the uh, Trader Joe's, just like the normal hand lotion stuff. But it comes in this, mm. it comes in this like industrial like metal tube, which is weird. Like I pulled it out at work the one time, and my boss was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> so, is it like? Is it like? I'm trying to. It, it, does it look like it's like acrylic paint? Yes, like exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like a squeeze. Like a, it looks like a toothpaste tube, but yes. it's metal, right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So yes. yeah, that's yes. what I use at work. That's fun. I think that's fun. Honorable like, that's mention. Like, it talk about talk about men. Talk about manly <laughs> men things. And you know what? It's sustainable as well because metal is is more easily recycled than plastic. Correct. There you go. Correct. Everyone thought that plastic was. That is. The farthest thing from the truth. Like a bold-faced lie. It's a bold-faced lie? To wrap up the, this portion of uh, this craft beer podcast, <laughs> my hand lotion of choice, going back to my days as uh, an intern at insert large manufacturing company here, <laughs> uh, Lubriderm. Please speak on it, sis. Lubriderm extra, extra dry, extra strength. Uh, and then in a quite large bottle, if I do say so myself. I, I'm like, uh, I always try to take, take advantage of, uh, of bulk purchases if I possibly can. Sure. Because my hands are always dry as fuck. I like to buy the big bottle. I have been thinking about this more recently though. I need to get some of the like little bottles or actually I have a little bottle that I could probably just refill. If I just like pump, you know, I have like one of the pump action ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. The big ones. And then love I have the pump. little ones. I love a pump. I love a pump. So because I, honestly, I think that a lot of what a uh, big manufacturing company makes is pretty good. Avino is another one. Uh, you can look this up if you're if you're actually <laughs> curious about what company this is. Yeah, look up what company makes Lubriderm, and you'll be able to tell what company I interned for for about a year. Um, but yeah, Avino is pretty good. Um, they make a lot of good stuff. Neutrogena. Uh, is not part of large manufacturing company. It's part of other large manufacturing company. <laughs> uh, I, I should really look into that because I like their sunscreen. Their sunscreen is is non um, oily. Listen, right, listen, and that stuff is. Listen, gas. let's talk about it. Let's uh, wait. Can we actually talk about it? Because I recently got it. Hello, and welcome this, to the bonus episode. This uh, past <laughs> this past summer, This is this is this is what. This is what we actually like to talk about. Um, <laughs> I got some of it this summer, and I played tennis t- two or three times with it on. It 
ran like fucking crazy, they must have, they had to have changed the formula because it is not the same. It is not what I remember. It, as soon as you sweat, it turns white and it starts dripping. It's disgusting. And it stings. It like burns your eyes. If you put it on your face, disgusting. So I do not recommend that. That is not. Well, balls to that. That is not my favorite. All right, let's get into the beer, Nick. Yeah. Nick, do you want to bring us? Do you want to bring us? I'll, uh, yeah, we can transition here into something crazy that happened in the beer industry this week. Um, yeah. I, f- I feel like, I don't know if you guys heard about this, uh, but there was a visitor, let's say, at one of the local Pittsburgh uh, breweries, and it okay. caused a shutdown. <laughs> um, so if you haven't heard about this story, it's a crazy one. Um, so Southern tier Pittsburgh, Barack Obama. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Wait, can we guess who it is? Can we guess who it is? Can you give us a hint? Yeah, is I can give squirrel? you a hint. No, it's not a squirrel, but is it a real person? It's not a person either. So um, you're, you're close with squirrel. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Steely McBeam. Nope. Good guess though. Actually. Great. Guess. Damn it. Great. Um, <laughs> um, was it a, was it a raccoon? A yes, raccoon? it was a <gasps> raccoon. So oh my God. apparently at, at Southern tier, somehow a raccoon got into their ceiling on the North shore and they couldn't catch the okay. thing for three not, days. Not, not going <laughs> to lie. I literally, we were down, I was down on the North shore and we were driving past Southern tier and I was like, wait, it's Saturday night. Why are they not open? And didn't realize that it was because there was a raccoon in the ceiling. Yes, they had a unintentional stowaway. <laughs> so yeah, well, no, dry hopping with the raccoons is coming is coming in vogue. Right. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> raccoons as pets, apparently. Definitely some some definite uh, interesting flavors that you get from trash panda. <laughs> That's what um, I was gonna say. Is they we'll need to make a next week. They're going to make a Pittsburgh uh, beer. And call it something like Trash Panda or like... They better call it Trash Panda. That's right. amazing. But the... Uh, yeah, that, that was one of the craziest stories I read this weekend. So they did catch it humanely and release it in the wild humanely uh, because uh, they posted it all over their social media so they couldn't just kill the thing and like drag it out. So... <laughs> I mean, they could have and just... They no, honestly, that would have been... A, that would have been a fucking flex. You need to show that thing to his boss. Because <laughs> you know what? He's going to try to come back. Yes. And and they're disease ridden and they're gross creatures and you should not be interacting with wildlife. I'll say it again: you should not be interacting with wildlife like that. Um, there's a, I'm not even going to get into it, but that was it. A, really, just goes to show you how diverse the craft beer community is. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the day, they yes. do be they do be expanding. They do be. We really do, be, do welcome everyone in the craft beer scene, uh, including trash pandas. So that was, uh, yeah, that was a, the, most, the, uh, the most audacious collab of 2021 has already occurred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's wait. Let's not overstep our bounds with that one, Jake, because the next thing I want to talk about is uh, something I shared with you guys uh, a couple days ago. How about uh, was is it Martin House? I think is the brewery in Texas. Yes. They uh, they do all the wild and crazy beers, um, one of which was a Dunkaroos beer that they brewed with actual Dunkaroos. <laughs> so that, sounds gas. that actually sounds, that actually sounds good. I mean, if it, I don't know. So I had, I had Sheets's um, like donut beer from this year, yeah, which tasted 
not enough like donuts, but enough that I was like, okay, because it was like $8 for four 16 ounce cans. And I was like, all right, this is fine. Yeah. Like this is cheap <laughs> as hell. That's your $2 Tuesday beer scale. right there. I like it. If there's anything yes. that micro econ in high school taught me economies yeah. of scale. Exactly. It's like, um, for the price point. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Um, so I would definitely be behind a Dunkaroos beer for sure. For right. Sure. Right. So this week they went full bore. Um, a few months ago they brewed a beer or it might've been even like last, uh, well, not last year, 2020, but last year, 2019, uh, they brewed a beer called Buffalo Wangs and it was like a hot sauce beer, uh, because they wanted to infuse the chicken wing flavor into the beer. So of course the, the natural course of history says you need a ranch beer when you have chicken wing beer, right? So that's what they released this past week. Oh, I just, sh- I like literally just shuddered. Like, yeah. I literally just like my whole body just convulsed as you should. But if you read the post, like they're like, you wanted it and now you got it. Craft beer. Who, Fuck you who, guys. Who, like who wanted that? Who? <laughs> I mean, well, listen, I drink ranch dressing as it is. So I get it. I mean, I'm Ran- sure there are people Capri out there that are Sun, clamoring Capri for this. Capri Sun ranch. <laughs> Capri Sun Ranch. Is, he just is has, one, I think, HBR in his team. In a lot of like. <laughs> Pizza for me, in a lot of ways, is just a vehicle to get ranch into my mouth. So, kind of like me with chicken nuggets and ketchup, right? Like, I, I eat more ketchup than I do chicken nuggets when I eat ketchup. Disgusting. Literally, okay, wait. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it real quick? My coworker, I don't know if I've talked about this on this actual podcast, but my coworker will eat chicken. At every hour of the day. Okay. I like meal in. plan chicken or like KFC? No. no it's, um, just a, it's just a rotisserie chicken from Costco. No. Oh. Well. In, in, in the top drawer of her desk. It's, no, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like meal prep chicken. Like, Ooh. but the thing is like, okay, he does not season it. Every time I see it, it's literally, I'm not even joking. It is a, it is just a cooked piece of <sighs> chicken with white nothing. people need to be stopped white right people need they, to be they stopped. do and yes and, and yes to, i wasn't gonna say it but we yes, need to learn white. we need to he learn that white. flavor exists throw white, literally man. anything throw fucking chili powder on it he throw fucking old bay throw any salt pepper anything. garlic powder so listen, fucking onion can we powder, talk about whatever it, it is. jake can we talk about it the one time he literally heated up an entire chicken breast at 10 a.m i got in today a little after nine there were chicken nuggets toasting in the toaster oven that we had. And I said, I do not feel safe. I said, I do not feel safe here, sir. This, this is psychopathic. <laughs> this is psychopathic behavior. I do not like it. I do not like it. Well, this man, this man has a, a, he's notorious for strange and odd behaviors. Yeah, he has eaten a, a I have watched him eat an entire can of beans. That's it. <laughs> just that just the beans so, i'm not joking so when alex goes missing in six months he, we know who to look for yeah like <laughs> he i will say though he has gained about 30 pounds of muscle in the last eight months or so so you know one out of ten where do you put him alex maybe he's on a diet plan it, one um, one out of ten give us a number i'm gonna give him a six Solidly average. <laughs> and that is up from before the muscle, like a three. 
Based on personality alone. Personality and eating habits alone. He's also a grown... Okay, wait. Can we talk about it? He's also a grown man that... <laughs> I hope no one ever listens to this episode. He's also a grown I just man envision him. I just envision him... Grown man with blonde his, hair. Putting his hand... Yeah, grown man with blonde hair. Grown are men aren't blonde. blonde. I, I will yeah, literally... I will literally never trust one. I cannot. I just... I, I'm, I'm envisioning is, him sticking his hand up the business end of a, of a rotisserie chicken and just eating it. <laughs> <laughs> just just chopping like, on it while he's, like, typing with his other hand. Like it's a ring pop. He's just got his finger in there. He's just holding <laughs> oh, it. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's like a fucking he, he just like, like someone goes up to him and like hey this is our new employee and they like try to shake his hand and he's like ah uh, <laughs> I have two rotisserie chickens on my hands Listen, I don't it's, know what it's, I I'm playing Edward is, chicken it's hands not, we're not at that point we're not at that point right now but it it's getting to that point it is <laughs> all right so I, 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 I need to pivot away from part. this I, I can't we can, we got we got we got to reel it back in a little bit. I want to I want to give my final thoughts on the ranch beer. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I want to try it. I mean, we've talked about how savory beers have yet to make a, a, a full-fledged appearance uh, in the craft wanna, beer scene. I want to pose a question to Nick. Like ha, like what's what is the most ridiculous beer you've ever had? Because you you like you have a lot of shit. That you get we around, don't Nick. like you get you around. Don't. That's like, what, true. Like, um, what, what, like, is, is there anything even like in that realm that you've had that's like so gimmicky that it's like, uh, you know, the only thing that really comes to mind and it's not even that far out of the realm of like the, the standard, like big stouts and stuff like that, that I like. But the one that comes to mind immediately is the peanut butter and banana, um, I think it was other half. I, I don't quote me on this. I'll have to go back and look, but I think it was other half did a peanut butter and banana, like as like a tribute to Elvis or something like, like it was some weird, you know, collaboration thing or whatever, one of their anniversaries. And that's probably like the furthest, like away from what a normal, like stout or beer or anything could be to me. Um, but I've also had like, the the maple bacon stouts and like the the maple bacon porters of the world and stuff like that that are like you're saying like a savory flavor in there like a meat flavor that really Those shouldn't really work. out of pocket though because you can candy yeah. bacon and stuff like that what I'm, right like, no that's where I'm what kind I'm envisioning of, is something like we had Katie on the podcast Jesus it's been probably six months now or something like that yeah and she talked about how she got into like pickling and 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 making her own uh, she talked about pickling. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Am right. I wrong yeah. in saying that? No, you're right. No. I feel like I feel like a pickle, like like traditional pickle flavored beer, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, I had the because um, um, I really East like pickle shots and stuff. Yeah, right. So they're like those have been made. That's probably like the most ambitious of the of the like savory type beers. I wish that people would really just start going fucking nuts and like. Just trying crazy things, and that's why I'm, I'm not like mad at those guys for producing the ranch beer because, although it's probably not all that tasty, it sort of takes you out of your comfort zone, and you probably find different flavor profiles that you can you can incorporate into actual beer. That's what and they're there kind are a lot of, of known other for. Things. If you look at that beer wheel, I mean, yeah, I mean, there might be. It's like. I like. I, I will agree that I like when people go so far out of 
what people are comfortable with. But if it's like a if it's like an all the time thing, it's like okay, we get it, you know. Oh yeah, you're if spunky. Like, oh, you're the it's guy. Like, oh like, my god. Oh, you're like so funny. Like you're trying to like go viral on like craft beer Instagram, which is like not nothing. Like it's it's nothing to like to scoff, scoff at, yeah. but it's like who cares. <laughs> Like you're not. I just think that there, there are ways that you can be creative cloud about chasing it. Has and no ways limits. that you can. That's true. That is that's fact factual. Factual, um, actual, factional. Yeah. Um, factional. All all facts, no printer. There, Alex. Thank you for your comments on the subject. I just think I think that like when you think about stuff like cooking. Right, people just kind of do some crazy shit and like end up finding. And I'm not saying you need to produce like full batches, but I think that you could you could use that to to help develop new flavor profiles and things that can help you make better beer in general. Right? How you how you use ingredients and how like it's again sort of like cooking where that you know once you sort of harness the like uh, the creative side of things and the ability to kind of take whatever you want and throw it in a beer and know kind of where you're going to go with it and what's going to be the end result, then you can improve your, your, you know, recipes and craft in that, general. That kind of puts me down to like, or I'm sorry, puts me down the path to get to like uh, um, a few years back, Voodoo did a beer called Hotting Up. And it was like immediately touted as the worst beer they've ever made. But it was made with hot sauce in a stout, or uh, it might have been a uh, an old ale or a barley wine or something like that. But it was it was a BRC release, right? And so they announce it, and people run to the brewery and stand in line for hours just to get a chance to get a bottle of it. And it turns out it's fucking terrible. Like it tastes like hot sauce, and people just didn't want to drink it. And now it's like a big joke in the Pittsburgh craft beer community because people still have these bottles floating around and they'll throw them up for like trades and stuff like that. And people will be like, no, like you're an idiot. Like I'm not going to buy that or pay for it or give up something for it. That's, that's kind of like the only one that I can think of. That's really like out there. Um, Cause I mean, I want to try this Buffalo Wangs beer that they make too, but I have no interest in the ranch beer. At all, like none. Well, I've never really been that big of a fan of of the spicier beers, and I love spicy food and all of that stuff. But people just—I don't think that there's like been a great one that I've had that I've been like, "Wow, this is better than any of the other spicy beers that I've had." I remember having one at Eleventh Hour one time and thinking it, it was like one of the worst beers that I had ever drank, and uh, it was see, like I, almost unpalatable because it was so they, spicy. Yeah, it. I. I. It's been forever since I had that beer. Honestly, it's been a while since I've had an 11th hour beer. I think the last one I had was maybe like a can that I picked up here. I It's been a while since I've like actually been to the place. It's been definitely over a year. And I just remember thinking like, I don't know if I like this beer or not. Like I, I, I like it, but it, is it like, Oh, I only like it because it's gimmicky. Like I actually really because, like that beer. Well, you're dead inside, so it's easy to like things when you have literally no moral compass at all. Um, you're not wrong. I I just yeah I I don't know I I the things like chicken flavored beer and ranch flavored beer are only gimmicky. What I want to see people do, and I don't know if this is like I'm sure someone has tried this at some point, but I need someone to like bring this in. Like so, 
let's say you start with like a hazy IPA. All right. We got these citrus notes. That's like a huge thing in hazy IPAs. Make that a cocktail. Like add some rosemary, add some like savory flavors, like make it a cocktail beer. Like why? What about like an old fashioned, an old fashioned beer? Right, like those those like flavors would barrel would aged beer, barrel aged so, some sort of ale, and then add some. Orange. Imagine if like, you dry hopped something that tasted like like bourbony like that. That would be fucking sick. Well, I gotta say, um, bringing it back to my earlier story, uh, Southern Tier released a Manhattan beer, mm. which was very yeah, good. So that's pretty much what, exactly what I'm talking. Um, about. Yeah. They also do dry hopped whiskey at the distillery. So, yeah, so the thing is I need someone other than Southern Tier because Southern Tier has definitely fallen, like, way, way, way off the map for me. Um, It did. What? It does. Like, come on, Nick. Like, when's the last time you had a fucking Southern Tier beer? Like, I d- So, what I mean to say... I love their standard beers, yeah. but, like, their ex- experimental shit has never impressed me. Especially at the Pittsburgh place. Like every time I go, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna try this like Pittsburgh special beer. And it's trash. It's always trash. So my take on all of these things, I don't think you appreciate it enough because I I don't have access to it and I am craving pumpkin and two X and live all but, the time. But he makes I a good guarantee point. Well, because you have shitty beer in San Jose. We've how many times have we talked about this? It's like, <laughs> I mean I'm drinking we get it. Oh, wait, no, let's we, get into we what we're drinking. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, Nick, this is Nick's, Nick's, favorite, Nick's favorite fucking segment. Let's get to it. Get into it. No, but seriously, Nick. I think that the thing is that Southern Tier is so readily available, too, that it's never my like first thought to go, oh, yeah, I need 2X tonight. Like I always think, oh, I need that new four points. I need that new hitchhiker or... Grist that or, new new. Right. Yeah. I want new, something new. that I haven't had before, but if I'm sitting there and I'm drinking all day live might be my favorite beer to do that with like, and, and they've done different variations of it recently that are better. And like, I can't, I'm not going to knock Southern tier just because they got a little bit bigger. You know, that's just not I what I'm about. I, and I get that. And I do like, I like their IPA. I like two X, but I, I just, I've literally never been impressed with anything special that they have at that actual place. I understand that. And that's fine. And I but don't like, I'm not going to make that like a destination. And it, it like, it kind of, it sucks to me that they put it on the North shore because it's like every single type of person that I hate goes there. Right. Right. I and get you. It's like just a, yeah. And it, it's like, it's a shame that because I do like their stuff and I like, their canned cocktails are in fucking same. Unreal. Like, the, Unreal. The amount of money that they charge for those cocktails is a steal. Yes. It's like an actual, like it is highway robbery. You're actually because robbing them. Yeah. You, you're paying for a 12 ounce can of something that's like 10% alcohol. And, and you're, you're paying like 10, like $12 for yeah. a six pack. It's yeah. like two dollars per can, and you're getting like two full cocktails out of it. It's insane. Yeah, and they're good. Like they're actually good. That's the bourbon smash. Really, like blew me away. Oh my god! When we it's first insane. got it, all you got to do it's is insane. drop a maraschino cherry in there, a little bit of ice, good to go. That's it. There, like that there's mix, nothing. That mix pack. 
the best, one of the best things I had during quarantine was that mixed pack of their cocktail, their canned cocktails. It yes. was amazing. And I mean, not to say that their, their distillery program is bad, but I just, I really like that they just prepackaged it for you because then you're not stuck with, oh, it's I have good. to do work to get drunk, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, I, I, people don't do that enough. It's you like, know, it really is. Yeah, that, that's a huge thing nowadays. I see a ton of those types of places out here that are being being broadcast all over fucking radio and TV and all of that where craft cocktails and cans is like the, the new fucking wave. Yeah. And, and it seems like Southern Tier is like really on the front edge of that. And it's cool to see smaller players like that getting into it because <clears throat> they're expanding on, on what they can do and, and the types of people that they're kind of pandering to. Not pandering. Pandering is not the right word. But, but uh, you know, making themselves available to because not everybody catering. drinks beer and that's a well... Catering. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> it's well documented that, that like even some of the people that go to the craft breweries just don't really like beer all that much or maybe are trying to get into it but are more likely to buy a craft cocktail. And... That's something that we still talk about all the time about how we want to do a craft craft liquor episode, and we have yet to to do so. And I think that we should we should definitely plan that out over the next uh, maybe a couple of months as things start to open up here and it gets a little bit warmer and stuff like that, where I can get around and hopefully see some of the local places that are producing. That brings me here. that that actually brings me to another uh, point. Like uh, so. There was a drawing for four four six. I don't know if you're familiar, Jake, but Alex, I know you are. Four four six is a distillery out of Sharpsburg, and they did a collaboration whiskey. It was like one of the first times they ever did whiskey uh, with Intergroove Brewing, and so they did a like uh, beer infused whiskey aged for six months in barrels and like all that good stuff, and they released it as like a lottery release because they only had so many bottles and Sarah actually won one. So I haven't opened it yet, but maybe I'll save it for our craft liquor podcast. Um, that sounds great. I'm very yeah, excited I, to try um, it though. I've been there. I've only ever been there once. Um, I went after actually thinking about it. It's, it's been a year because last year for Christmas or I guess 2019 Christmas, we got, Mom and dad tickets to the penguins. Yes. And uh, it was on Valentine's Val- Day. Valentine's yeah. Day. So, <laughs> uh, like a month before everything went to shit. Um, and I went, I dropped them off, and I was like, I don't like want to go home and like hang out. So I went to the bar and I was like, oh, let's stop it. I was going to go to Dancing Gnome. And then I was like, let's just go to like, let's go to this place. So I went to 446, uh, bonded with some middle-aged people, which is my, like, all-time, like, favorite thing to do at bars. Yep. It's truly it's your MO. I think you're a 46-year-old woman. I love... I'm <laughs> that. Under your 26-year-old gay man exterior. The, the number of times I've, like, low-key been flirting with, like, someone's dad at the bar as I'm, like, talking to them is, is just... You can't even count them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I went there... Awesome place. Really cool. The people are super nice. And, uh, you know, was it like the best cocktail I've ever had? No, but it's like a cool, like, I can't even, I I, like feel bad because they had like, they hadn't been open that long by the time I was there. Yeah. And I'm sure they were just pummeled by the shit that was the, that was happening with this pandemic. So they're, uh, they are open for indoor seating right now. 
And so we went to pick up the bottle at 446. And the guy was like really apologetic because they didn't have any seats available. Like for us to sit down, we were just picking up the bottle. We didn't really have any intentions of like hanging out or anything, but he was like, I'm sorry guys. We are at max right now. Like really nice. Uh, like it just seemed like a cool atmosphere to me. Um, I think both of them, like from what I heard, they, they were like talking to some other people, like they fully like quit their jobs and like, or I don't know if they were tired or something. And then they were like, Oh, let's open up a distillery, which is, and I, I think one of them, at least one of them worked for, um, a chemical company in the area. So like they, um, they like were science people and then they like just started distillery. It's super cool. It's a really cool place. So yeah, definitely got to check them out in the area. Try other spirits. Well, the guy who started Boyd and Blair was like a, he was like a pharmacist or something. Yeah. 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 I believe who did something similar and now is, is rated as one of the best potato vodkas or vodkas in general in the world. Small fucking world. Uh, so one of my managers at work was part of a photo shoot for uh, Boyd and Blair's upcoming ad campaign. So ad campaign. <laughs> yeah. He was a model in their uh, photo shoot. So for what? Uh, like apparently for the vodka, Alex. <laughs> like, what else do they make? I mean, yeah. But I mean, like, they make what, a bunch of shit. What about the vodka? Are you know, they like, also make they also make uh, cocktails. Uh, they make rum. Cocktails. They also make and, rum. Yes, uh, they're killing it as well. I wish I could get some of that out here as well. Oh, I would fuck. love to. Those I have a, those a cool new area. Oh, guys, so we didn't even talk about the the like one big thing that I've done in the last week, which is move. Jake's on his own. Jake's on his own. Jake's on I'm finally own. living on my the own. Light, I was going to say the lighting in that apartment is so much better <laughs> and your signal is great. Yeah. We really appreciate that. You're not my, breaking my up. Wi-Fi uh, uh, is God level now. Like I, it is God the tier. best that it's ever been. <laughs> best it's ever been until your so data runs out with your limited ass clear, plan. Annoying as shit voice. A hell of a lot more <laughs> on this podcast. Um, yeah, I've I've finally moved into a new apartment. Uh, it's got a lot of character. It's like an old style building. Thankfully, it is just a one bedroom apartment. Um, fairly small, but um, there's some stuff that I can do with it. I have the reason I bring it up is because there's a, a perfect area to to house a bar. So I think that if I could get some Boyd and Blair or something from you know Pittsburgh and bring it with me back whenever I'm able to go home or you know if you if somebody wants to perhaps ship me some you know that's sure illegal that might be not sure who that might be um definitely not suggesting anybody uh that's you know present company excluded if anybody wants to send me some free shiz boyd and blair yeah at boyd and blair all right. So, so uh, yeah, made made some big strides. Um, I have a lot of a lot of tips and tricks to make a move very smooth. If anybody uh, is looking for any of those, hit me up on IG. Hit me up. Uh, I'm back on IG, and I have been tagged in the podcast posts recently. So, so thank you for that. the uh, The important thing to note here is that Jake is throwing away all of his things and just buying new things. That's how you move. You just leave all your shit. Exactly. That yes. is, that's absolutely 100%. how you move. That's I did just buy, I bought a microwave uh, tonight. I literally just <laughs> went into Target, grabbed it, didn't take a cart or anything, bought some new pans, bought some ice cube trays. It's amazing the things that you don't think about 
if you move into a place that like already has these things. Because when I was living in Bend, I was living in apartments that were pre-furnished. So sure. almost all of them came with, you know, dish dishes, uh, flatware, towels, uh, you know, literally everything you could possibly need. It's a fully furnished house. Obviously, you need to provide those things to somebody who's paying extra money for it. And none of those things I really thought about. So now I'm like, I, I bought like a coffee table. I had to buy in like, I don't know, new containers, Curtains. like fucking just everything that you could possibly think of, you need to buy, which is, which is wild. It's truly wild. People out there listening like, bitch, yeah, we know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're not, yeah, we're not, and it's funny, I've been living on my own for a long time, and I guess I just, I just forgot that I, I needed to buy these things. Cause I mean, I, I was definitely spoiled when I was living in Bend, but, um, back to the craft beer. I think this is, uh, this is a perfect time to segue into what we're all drinking. Yes. Uh, as Alex mentioned in the beginning, we are back on the horse. Uh, I mentioned, I'll kick it off a little bit here. I did mention to the guys before we we uh, got started tonight. Uh, I'm trying to save a little bit of money uh, because I'm spending so much on things that you know will last me hopefully for a year or several. And there's the I, tie-in. That's how we get to craft beer from Jake moving. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm currently drinking just uh, a classic Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, uh, which I got to be my my uh, fridge beer for at least a little while. I thought about 805, which is also another great classic beer. Um, I think over the next month or so, it, it's warming up pretty significantly around here, which is kind of wild. It's like 65 degrees sometimes, like in the middle of the day. So I think I'm going to try to make a trip down to perhaps Moxa or uh, Alvarado Street in the next, let's say the next month. You know, I'll, I'll give myself a little bit of a timeline here to fill up my fridge. I got some stuff from Fieldwork. My my introduction back into craft beer after taking a month off was Fieldwork, which is based out of Berkeley, but they have places all over the Bay. Um, so I drove to the San Mateo location, which is like 30 miles from me, and picked up some beers to give to the people that helped me move, which was great. Um, I got a couple of offerings from them. Offerings, uh, okay, a Dad. West Co- a West Coast Double IPA, <laughs> which was absolutely <laughs> gas. Nick, <laughs> and I got uh, a hazy, one of their hazy, super juicy regular IPAs, or uh, New England style, if you if you will. Niepa. 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 They were terrific. I had far too many. The night before I moved, I had like three beers and having not had one for 30 days, got really turned up, woke up the next day and had to move all of my stuff, which was a horrible <laughs> idea, like disgustingly hungover. I for, was and, I and had, like far too hungover uh, to, to care to admit. <laughs> I literally the, the day after I started drinking, I was like. I had, I think I had three, uh, I mean, depending, I mean, a, a couple of them were doubles or like a one and a, one and a half was, was a double. And then like two, like single IPAs. And I was like, am I dying? Like, <laughs> am I, uh, uh, did I, am I dying? Like, am I, am I, 
Are we right back where we started? <laughs> I will say really this incredible is, how terrible this I is, felt after drinking. <laughs> First I think this is the this is the one year anniversary of um uh Jake knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it is because it was it was Super Bowl Sunday and I, I've seen some posts about people like I was in Portland uh, this was my last, you know, actually my last trip was in Denver uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. In two weeks, uh, it'll be a year since I was in Denver, but I was in Portland that weekend. I was driving home as Alex and one year ago, were taking us through one uh, year ago, a, a very interesting situation that was going <laughs> one, on. And yeah. One, one truly, year ago. You'd think that my man would have, would have, uh, thought better about, uh, some, some consumption of, uh, I mean, listen, we made it through the entire month of January without drinking, so I call that a win. That's true. Very, very solid win. I'm glad that I did it, um, but I will never do it again. Yeah, you can put that on the uh, the bed post. Just notch it in there. But, Alex, what uh, what do you have in the... Um, I have a um, (laughs) a Nugget Nectar. I'm drinking Nugget Nectar. I have two six-packs still left from the case that I bought. Um, pacing yourself like I, well, I see. Yeah. So, and I actually gave one to dad, a six pack to dad. So I've, I've had, I think four of the ones that I bought so far for like four beers. Um, it's great. It's just really great. It and really I, is. So I, I did stop at, um, what was I doing this weekend? Was it this weekend? Had to have been. Um, yeah, I was just like going around doing like whatever the fuck I wanted because, Oh, because I had like a, I had a full coronavirus scare. I did not end up having coronavirus, but I was like basically off last week. And then Friday, I think Friday went out and was like bebopping around the area. And I stopped at Brew Gentleman, got myself some, uh, some of their Porter, which I have had, um, I've had 15% of one, um, because I, I had, was that the night? Yeah, like, that was the first night I was drinking. I I like came back and like poured myself another beer and had like two sips and I was like, I don't want this. And I know that if I have the rest of this, I'm gonna feel so much worse tomorrow. And I still felt <laughs> bad the next day, so I ended up dumping it. But it was good. Like it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was because I like just didn't want to drink it. Um. So I have that. I got a check. Uh, check pills Ooh. from them. Uh, it, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a Pilsner, you know. I'm not like a diehard Pilsner fan. Um, and then I also got Dad Mammoth, which is one of their doubles that they started canning. I'm really happy that they expanded the canning past. Um, you know what? Uh, Mammoth was General was Radicals. one of the first beers that I ever got when I went to Brew Gentleman the very first time several years back. Yeah. And because they they used to do it, I'm not sure how they've progressed from their their original um, sort of rotation. But they they initially did it where they did it seasonally, so they would produce. It's the same like now. Three or four. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. So they do like three or four beers, and they rotate per season. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a really cool way of doing it. It keeps keeps everybody you know in the loop as to what they can expect at different times of the year. And again, I still just love their like their whole aesthetic and. The beer is just so fucking good. The other thing about what anyone has to say about them, it's. I will say that the twelve ounce cans are 
stupid. They're, they're stupid. very annoying. Like, yeah. They're so dumb. It's so fucking stupid. I, uh, so I did pick up the expedition pack that new trail put out. New trail is a brewery out of Eastern PA, right? They did a collaboration with four breweries in PA and they released a 12 pack, right? So you get three beers of each. And uh, so Gnome was in there. Again, with the quick maths, Nick, you you should have been a math teacher. You would have been incredible at doing addition. I and. I will tell you a story off pod that will blow your mind. Uh, but off pod? Off, off pod. pod. Okay. Wait, which one? Have we heard it before? No, you have not. Uh, but I will tell you a story. Nick, um, I've heard some fucking wild stories from you and about you. Like... You're one of the like low key craziest motherfuckers <laughs> I've ever met in my life. In what regard? T. Um, all right. Tea. So no, I'll, I'll get into that later. It's a work thing. Don't worry about it. But the uh, tea the house down boots. What? I said tea the house down boots. I don't get it. The house down boots. Anyway, go ahead, <laughs> say, say it again. I'm sure it'll make me understand. Uh, no, but uh, so, so this, the problem is they're 12 ounce cans. That's what I was getting at. Trash, trash. It's so stupid. I mean, it's like, so I just, I want more beer. Like I had, um, it's, okay. So you're, you're like, if, so you get one four pack. So it's, it's 48 ounces of beer. Yes. So that's how math get works. It in four, you can, Nick, I swear to fucking God, I will, I will literally hang up right now. It's crazy. You guys file. both should have been engineers like I am because I you're so good file. at math. Nick, it's Jake, crazy. I will literally <laughs> jump through this fucking phone. You guys, you guys do not want to mess with me this week. I will literally kill both of you with my bare fucking hands. Get off. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Catch these off. hands. Let's go. Catch the, oh, sis, sis, I was, I was ready to go. All right. Um, that's it. Now you're yeah. not ready so to go. So 48, right. 48 to, to what? What's, what's double that? 96? What, what's, a, what's 4 times 16? 64. 64. So, so you're, going, you're going like standard four pack is 64 with the 16 ounce cans. Yeah. So, so you're missing out on exactly one beer. 48 or 96. 48, not much. 96, way overcommitted. You're way overcommitted at that point. Why do you need that much beer? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I really wish I knew why they did it. Because it seems stupid. Okay. I will say, I understand that Brew Gentleman has a very specific aesthetic. I I don't care. No. I don't even fucking care. But... I also get why New Trail did the the expedition pack in twelve ounce cans because it's it only comes in a twelve pack. Like you have to get twelve beers. Cool, understand that. But when I'm splitting it with three people, I only get twelve ounces of those beers. So it kind of pissed me off. But that's just me because I also you know look out for the boys, right? So you got to do that. But the thing that I liked about it is each beer was a different collaboration. So you got four beers from four different breweries across Pennsylvania. So I thought it was a really cool idea. I think it was really well executed. I just really wish they were 16 ounces. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's my gripe with 12 ounce beers. Um, the uh, beer that you know, I am I just, drinking, I, it's I'm currently like, drinking a 12 ounce beer and, and I fuck with bottles. 
absolutely fuck with bottles. Love a bottle. I wish that I more do love people, a bottle. I wish more people would get back into bottles. And I get that it's way cheaper to do cans, and I get that it's way easier, and there are so many different variables that go into it. But I would love to fucking see a, a dancing gnome bottle. Tell me you wouldn't go fucking wild for that. Tell me you wouldn't go crazy if Treehouse was like, yo, we're doing 12-ounce bottles. They are. We're only doing it for a limited time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Or maybe they're, maybe they're 500 mil. Maybe, maybe they're Jesus 500 Christ. mil. I'm, I'm buying a home in Massachusetts when I move back east. That's, that's how it's going to go. I think I, I'm, I I'm pretty sure they're not 12-ounce bottles, though. They might be 375s or 500s. Well, but see, like the Magnums, yeah, the Magnums. No, 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 they're, really not, they're not Magnums. The, the, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're the smaller grade bottles. They're not like a bomber or... But still, like, even those, like, 20, like... What are they? Eight, like sixteen ounce, sixteen nine, like twenty two. Yeah, like those. I think it's just like too big. Like I just want. Yeah, you want to pick up a six pack of bottles. Yeah, I get it. Fucking, there's something so satisfying about popping the top off a fucking bottle of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and just going to fucking town like I am right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, The beer that I am currently drinking is. (laughs) Let's get to it. Let's get to it. I said it three times already, so. I'm just going to go with it. Uh, so I am drinking the Watershed from Dancing Gnome. It's the new series for this year. They replaced the trees with the Watershed. Okay. Uh, so Watershed is a specific, well, I don't know if it's specifically Pennsylvania, but it's a PA thing, right? Uh, watershed is like your uh, series of rivers and streams and all that kind of stuff. So they're doing a collab with, uh, let me see, what the hell is it? Rap. You know, I haven't heard anything from in a fucking minute. It's Strange Roots Experimental Ales. Strang, strang Roots. That's what I actually was going to say um, when we were talking about like the weird beers. I was I was thinking about the uh, the acorn beer. Oh, they, yeah. They made. I mean, they're always pushing the envelope when it comes to. I mean, really they did a yellow watermelon beer, which wasn't great. But le- I want to shout out um, the toucan beer that mm. they made. To- what, what was that called? Nick, do you know what that was? That called? was Toucan Slam, wasn't it? Toucan Slam. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. And I'm not even a big fan of sours anymore. But also, like, I feel like no one has really... Have people been doing sours around here recently, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Four Points is strong with it. it. Um, Works is on it. Uh, but the... Four Points... Is is just they're they're just slaying the game. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. They're slaying the house down boots. I I still don't get it. Thank you. Um, I mean that better be the that better be the title of the episode. The house down I boots. I won't stand. I won't stand for anything else. The house down boots. That's the name of the episode. Got it. Okay. Uh, no, I have a I have a bottle of plague sitting right here that I picked up this year. Good for you. Um, from Strang Roots. Uh, but roots. but th- that really fits your aesthetic, Nick. It does. That it does. Label the and the bottle and I'm sure the beer as well. I've had some really good times at string roots. I will say, but so the watershed beer okay. is a single IPA, uh, 6.8%, but it seriously tastes like every like big dank double that dancing gnome does. And it makes me so infuriated that I only got two cans of it. So, so let me let me ask you this: Can you expand on what the watershed 
will look like as the series is are they going to like list different tributaries of river of rivers so i i think what it comes down to is the art on the or on the can okay so it's just going to be watershed like watershed will be the name of the beer every time it comes out i think so i i I don't know don't don't quote me on that but it's going to be so this one's called rivers and streams western pennsylvania Right, so I think that they're going to go around the state and do like different areas because this is love the name because really succinct and not a mouthful at all. So this is obviously <laughs> the the Pittsburgh uh, area because it's got the Allegheny, it's got the Allegheny Reservoir. Um, there's a bunch of other smaller ones on here that I'm not going to read through because I can't pronounce most of them, but. Nick, give and you also best, can't read that well. Give me your best shot. <laughs> okay, I'll, you want me to just do it? We'll do it. Go for it. Go for it. Be, go, go balls deep. Fuck it. We'll do it live. All right, I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up, just as something weird to do. Uh, go for it. Let's hear it, Nick. I'm going to give me five. Give me the top five or the first five that you see. I'm going to read it. Ready? Ready? Go for it. Beaver River. Yeah. Oh. EO River. <laughs> uh, done. I need five. I need amazing. five from you. It's amazing. All Agony River. Oh, oh my God. Nick. <laughs> enough. Uh, enough. Yuff Agony River. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so we got Beaver out. River, Ohio River, Allegheny River, Yakagany River, and then this one is Kiskimanitas River. Kiski Kiss Kiskimanitas. I don't know how to say Kiss. Kiss. That was a good one. That was a good one. The the Konanaw River. Just keep trying. You know, Nick reads at like a fourth grade level. We're gonna try to get that up to a fifth but, grade level by the end of the year. We don't hold that against him. <laughs> You guys can fuck yourselves to death, okay? Hey, man, as um, long as you can read the beer name and the ABV. All right, no singing. Anyway. No singing. We're done. Um, <laughs> all right, so I honestly don't know much about this series. I'm going to probably do some research after this, but it's a good damn beer. Get it if you haven't yet. Um, Wait, why did you not get more? Because I didn't know what to expect. It was a single IPA. I didn't think I'd need that much of it, but, but now I'm going to go back for more. Listeners to get more. Yes, I'm going yeah, to buy. A sipa. I'm it going to buy sipa. two four packs of this this week and probably drink it. Oh, so this it's just week. a sipa, like okay. Jesus. But let's uh, let's look to the future here, guys. I want to transition into what's coming up the next couple of weeks here because there's a couple of big events happening, right? We've got. Wait, let's talk about. We didn't even debrief on the two guests that we had the last two weeks. Oh, Can you're we, like, right. Discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you listen to the bonus episode from Tyler's podcast? By the way. Wait, did we? Wait, we did a bonus episode. Yeah, you dipped. Yes, out Nick. I want. I always listen to our podcast. Jake, one hundred percent every single week. I do it. No, I didn't. I, um, I feel bad because uh, my my phone died in the middle, and I'm I'm currently working on getting a new one. And perhaps that won't ever happen again, but we'll see. Um, Both of the guests I thought were really great. Um, Both very knowledgeable about the craft beer scene, especially in Pittsburgh. Tyler was great. I was was so happy to have Tyler on. He was 
he was a he was a lot. very very passionate. That's that's what I love about about the people that we get on here is it's it seems like every single one of them is very keen to talk about what they do in a way that's not corny or lame or boring. And it doesn't sound like they're ever just spitting off facts at us. Like it's a genuine conversation. Uh, yeah. And they all have, and they, everybody brings a different perspective. And that's what, what, again, what I think is so cool about, about the craft beer industry being so diverse um, and having so many people that are, are interested in it is because it, it like, it creates this community. That's not just a bunch of like-minded people that become an echo chamber. It's people who are always constantly thinking of new ideas, constantly, you know, trying to push the bill forward, trying to better the scene, you know, create like Ryan talks about, you know, maintaining positivity. Um, you have Tyler who is always doing, you know, cool, fun, interesting stuff uh, with Creekside. And, you know, he seems like a kind of guy who, would would expand and start doing his own thing eventually, and and I would love to see that. I mean, I'm not sure that he's put that into like a concrete kind of uh, business plan or something for what he he ultimately wants to do with his career. But he seems like such a uh, a personable guy that I think that if he isn't an extremely successful person, I would be way surprised. Yeah, in that. yeah, I think that he's got um, a really good grasp on what sells and how to sell it. And really like, like I said, I I think I was blown away by the customer experience at a beer distributor. Like that's just not something that you should ever need to say because realistically you're going there for a need, not, I mean, I don't know about a need. Let's say going there for a want that everybody wants, but really to create that, like, Hey, I'm going to come back here because you guys are so cool type of vibe at a beer distributor just puts it like way above normal, you know? And that, that's kind of what I got from him. And like, uh, the reason why I asked Alex, if he listened to the bonus episode is because he and I got into a couple of conversations that were like way off the rails and it was actually a lot of fun. And I really appreciate that that Tyler just kind of rolled with like us talking about pop culture and like everything that we went through, but you should definitely go and listen to that episode if you haven't yet, because it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I think we have so many more people that we know within the industry that we'd love to get on. And uh, again, keep telling these like very interesting stories. Uh, And we just, I'm really amazed at how many people we've, had on that have just been like sort of blown me away by the, the number of people we've scammed to be on our podcast and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to speak with us for like an hour on this recorded thing that we do every week or so. Um, I think uh, there were two really great episodes. Um, it's always nice to hear from people who aren't us about their thoughts on various things, the types of beers that they like. And I think that it really pushes me in a direction of trying to try some of those things. Cause we, everybody that's, I feel like is in the craft beer industry likes things that aren't just IPAs, stouts and, and porters or pails or whatever it is that we normally say. Sours, it's honestly, it is. it's, it's rare if they like those things from what we've, discover yeah and that's not even just to say like i I think a lot of those people just 
they just know how, how difficult it is to, to perhaps produce some of those things or um, that it, they can be so much more complex than just your standard hazy IPA. And everybody loves those now. It's like, it's very much the, the like soup du jour, but it's cool to hear different people's perspectives again on, on so many different topics too. And I think that's, that's something on us that we, we should really uh, continue, continue pushing for is, is having conversations on things that aren't just the standard things that we talk about, you know, as much as, as much as I would love to just ask people the same six questions as we bring them on, everybody has thoughts on so many different things that I feel like we can have this massively diverse range of podcasts and guests over the next year or so that, um, you know, we can continue to, to improve, you know, people's knowledge, uh, of the industry and, and, you know, hopefully get them out and about and, and, buying and participating in the things that we love to participate in. Yeah. And I think that one thing that really rings true from that too, is even if they do say the same stock, like stock answers, right. There's reasons behind it that really expand on your knowledge of that type of beer. Right. Even if it's something simple, like, Oh, I really appreciate the, the barrel age stouts or, you know, like something like that, you know, people say stout, like I want to say maybe 60% of the time, like our guests overall, I would say 60% of the time somebody mentions a stout, right? But everybody has a different outlook as to why it's their favorite beer or why it's a, a good type of beer to go to or, you know, what time of year it is and that kind of thing. So it, it really does bring a lot of insight in. And that's what's cool about having these generic, uh, not generic, but these uh, casual conversations about it. And I think that that's kind of really what we want to bring out in our podcast is like, we're not trying to be super specific. We're not getting into the science of the beer. We're not getting into how it's brewed or any of that kind of stuff, but we're having real conversations with real people about real feelings that they have about beer. So we really appreciate you, Ryan and Tyler for coming on. Um, that's something that, uh, we definitely will have both of them back in the future. Really looking forward to Ryan's merch dropping soon. Um, the gotta say it, it's time for the plug. All right, so go to shop.fueledbyhops.com. Use our code, the weekly recap, all lowercase, all one word. Get your 20% off. That includes if you get to the free shipping mark, then you don't have to pay free or you don't have to pay for shipping. $80 in the shop gets you free shipping. Okay, they got sales running all the time. They're doing some crazy stuff with merch. They got beanies now that say fueled on them, and that's it. You don't even have to explain it, it just says fueled. But they have some really cool stuff coming out. Uh, really looking forward to some of the collab glasses and beers that are coming. Uh, really hoping to get some hands on that stuff. Creekside is giving away all kinds of stuff every week. They're doing a, at, at least once a week. They're doing giveaways at least once a week. You got to tune into uh, TNT Tuesdays. Uh, I watched the TNT Tuesday for today and I laughed my ass off because they had a trash panda puppet in the background. <laughs> and so. I was like, man, you guys better work. You guys better get rid of that trash panda because you're going to end up like Southern Tier and close down for three days. <laughs> Listen, that's work. topical. We love it. Go support them. Support your local players. Support local. Support local. Support local. All right. So to wrap up tonight, we have one more topic I want to touch on. Okay, there are two big things happening the next two weekends. All right. Number one is the big game on Sunday. 
because <laughs> apparently because the uh, the actual name of the game is trademark, you're not allowed to say it anywhere, and it makes me fucking furious to hear all these people advertising. Oh yeah, get your big game snacks, get your big game deals at JC Penny. Like I mean, it blah, really, blah blah blah. You it know? really becomes it really becomes a, the ultimate question: Do you prefer soup or do you prefer bowl? Right. Right. It's soup <laughs> or bowl. That's it. Jake, Jake. Pick one. That's what one it comes down to. Alex, go. Pick one. It's it has to be soup. It has to be soup. Nick. Pour that soup into my hand. Oh no, it's definitely soup. I, you know, I'm I'm gonna disagree with both of you. I'm gonna go bowl. Uh. Because without without the bowl, what is the soup? Uh messy. Well, where are you getting the soup if you if you don't have if you, if if you don't have the soup, right? How do you get what? the soup to where you need to get it to if you don't have bowl? But the, but the thing is, like, but, why would you need a bowl if you don't have soup? I mean, it's it's a classic chicken or egg true dilemma here. Although um, I did get some brothmonger soup this week, very excited about it. Uh, so you are truly soup. You're li- you're practicing what you preach. Yes, here. absolutely. Like, you're picking soup over bowl, and you're getting. Have I the talked soup. about this before? You have. Okay, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but Brothmonger releases soups on Instagram, and I got one this week. It's beef stew. I'm super pumped about it. I didn't eat it yet, so I'm probably going to do that for lunch tomorrow. But very excited because yes. soup is yes. king. Okay. <laughs> Soup is great. So what is it that you wanted to talk about in relation to the big game? All right. What are you drinking? What are we, what are we having for the big game? Is it, wait, is it, it's this week? Yeah. This weekend? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's today? Tuesday. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like a classic. I feel like it's a, it's a pretty, it's one of those standard days where it's just like, if you're having a party, no one's having parties this year. That's, that's the thing. So it's just going to be me. It's just going to be me watching the game. The big game. Watching the big game. Yeah, the big game. Yeah. I think, I think that I'll probably stick to um, something local. Let's go with um, the only person, the only brewery in San Jose that I think that I've <laughs> found that's worth anything, which is Camino Brewing. Okay. I'm going to see what they have in store. They have a beer that I really like called Fruit Cup. That's a very juicy, very hazy IPA. And, and they make some other good stuff, too. Again, support local. How many times do I have to say it? That's, that's at least four that I've you counted dumb, in the last couple of minutes. You dumb motherfuckers. Um, let's go with that. <laughs> and then um, Fieldwork is always a classic. Uh, it's, it's, you know, maybe I'll get... I, I want to stick to the tropical theme because the, 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 the big game is being played in Tampa. And... That's, you know, a very classic, you know, Floridian atmosphere, bright, sunny, beautiful days. It's like 75 and sunny down there. You're talking Mai Tais on the beach. Yeah, a little yes, umbrella exactly. in your Sounds glass. Like That's why I think Fruit Cup would play very well with, with the kind of vibes that I'm going to be putting out for the big game. So that's my pick. All right. Alex, do you have anything that you're going to be sipping on on the Sunday of the debate between soup or bowl? Um, haterade. Okay. That sounds about reasonable. You stay sipping on that haterade, so we already know. You didn't even need to say it. That's rhetorical. So there's only one answer for me, and it's because it's my wife's favorite beer. 
and it's being released on Friday and we're going to be going ham on some stained glass, stained glass ceilings. S G C stained stained glass stained glass ceilings. Sorry, I uh, stained glass stained glass ceilings. Stained stained <laughs> glass stained glass ceilings. Stained yeah. glassed ceilings. Okay, there you go. I'm going to pick up probably at least ceilings. a half a case on Friday, and that's going to be my go-to probably earlier than I should on Sunday. But I'm off on Monday. Honestly, go off, sis. I mean... Go off, King. Yeah. I am going to LeBron James a stained glass ceilings in my living room. That's tea. Yes. That is, like, actually fucking tea. So, Shout out LeBron James. <laughs> uh, the, newest, the newest Pepsi sp- spokesperson, as we've mentioned. Probably among other things, though. To be honest, I have a beer fridge that is stocked to the gills right now, and... Truly one of, it's a magnificent sight to behold. It really is. I've been um, working through it. Like, like this past weekend, I got through probably more than I should have, but it's, uh, it's going down pretty easy. Uh, most of the stuff that I have is really solid. The one that I have that I know Alex is going to enjoy whenever I get it to him, maybe in six months when we're allowed to see each other again, is uh, going to be brutal and you're going to hate it, but I'm going to watch you drink it and we're going to film it and we're going to put it on Instagram. Because I just want to. Uh, but Jen from Hello Brutiful gave um, it to me for Jen, you to drink. For Jen, you specifically to drink. Shut up. Wait, is shut it is it Canbrusco? No, I wish. <laughs> oh, no. I wish. Jake, don't put that in the atmosphere. It, uh, it's Mercury retrograde. We don't need to be doing anything like that. <laughs> Tread lightly, everyone. It is... Uh, so I'm not going to spoil it now, but I went out to Mondays and Alex couldn't make it because he was in the COVID scare. Mondays. COVID scare. And we had a nice little beer share. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, shout out to Sam at I Mondays for being a partier. I didn't realize there were only eight people there. I literally thought there was going to be like 20. And I was like, wait, what? I talked to Jen. Yeah. Jen, Jen, who I love, who welcomed me back with open arms to the horse. Friend of the she podcast. Literally, t- friend of the pod, Jen, literally texted me and said, you did it. And I said, well, I actually started drinking two days ago, but thank you so much. You're the sweetest. <laughs> She's amazing. I love her. She's an icon. She's a star. And it was really she nice to meet her in person. Uh, we had a great night. Um, but Sam from Mondays, shout out to him. They're doing some cool stuff. Uh, I got to see his equipment and like he kind of walked us through the brewery and everything. It's a real tiny little setup, but they have a mash ton slash um like brew kettle brew kettle right and the the mash ton you just lift it out as it lauders into the brew kettle and it's a very cool thing to see but uh he's doing a lager right now that should be ready by the end of february or middle of february maybe um he's doing his lagering tanks uh so they're doing a um temperature drop lager in the uh Oh shit. What the hell? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but he's doing a, he, he has a lagering tank. He's doing a logger and it, uh, he got us a little, uh, taste of it as it's going through its process right now. And I gotta be honest, not that, uh, anything was absolutely like hype beer, but everything that I had while I was there and it was, I, I had uh, one and a half beers, like two, uh, two beers total, I think one and then two half pours. 
but everything that I had was very good um, for yeah, how new they are, for how small they are. Um, I think that Mondays is a spot that's a very cool, like super tiny, super micro nano, as it were. Um, just really cool little strip mall place, like. Micro, nano, and also really fucking far away. Right. Tico. Even closer. So let's let's put it on the calendar for sometime this year to get somebody from Mondays on the pod. Oh, Sam said well we can we can do a podcast there if you want if you want. So incredible. We're doing it. Sold. T so so we've We've hit yes. one of the two things you wanted to talk about. Nick, what is the second thing that you want to so talk about? So the second one is about? a big holiday for Hallmark, and it's coming up the following weekend. We've got Oh bitch. We got Valentine's Day. Okay. Now Valentine's Day. Now Valentine's what Day. I want to ask is not the same question, what beer are you having? But what beer pairing would you do for Valentine's Day? What would you pair with beer to make it a special date for you and your significant other, you and your honey, you and your, Topical. your bay, you know, I would, you yes, don't have a bay. Uh, I have not had a bay for a bit here, but, it's not um, been that long, to keep, but... to keep everything topical, to, to bring things full circle. I bought some chocolate at Ikea when I was buying my coffee table yesterday you dumb, you from us and it was dark chocolate and it's perfect for Valentine's day. We're going, we're going with a deep, Deep stout, just a plain one, no adjuncts, just regular beefy stout. Love that for you. Double, double fucking, I'm going 10% dark chocolate on the side, munching on as a little nightcap to uh, a lovely dinner that I'm going to prepare for Bay who doesn't exist. Okay. Chicken Parmesan. That's my, that's oh. my go-to. 20, uh, 2.14 this year is is what date? Sunday. Chicken parma, John? Sunday. That's perfect. That's perfect. I'm going to make some chicken parm in my mini oven. I'm going to make some, my easy bake oven. <laughs> my, my, my difficult it's, bake oven. It's literally <laughs> the size of, it's, it is, it's a Very little tiny. bit smaller than a Very typical tiny. easy bake oven. Huh? I have, I have the, the tiniest the tiniest oven. <laughs> um, Thank you. And Jake, that was iconic. That was a very good answer, Alex. What's you your really answer? You did the damn shit. So, all right. So, I, I. So, let's start off by saying I. I don't. I'm not. I'm not really. Alex, you have a bay. You have bay. No, I don't. I don't. Yes. Don't. Don't be saying. Alex, things. when's your next vacation? Um. He is. Wait, not is he going to around. the Bay Bermuda Triangle? Valentine's Bay. <laughs> you guys are you guys are actual clowns. I was gonna like give us the Bay Area. <laughs> I was gonna give you guys a serious answer and and now Guantanamo you're just, Bay. You're, you're just making a mockery of of everything that I stand for, and honestly, it just doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> Let's hear it, Alex. No, so I usually do I do a Valentine's Day with with some friends. Um. That's wonderful. Some other beer loving friends. Definitely makes sense. <laughs> and I, I love to do it. We love to do it. Um, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I, uh, I want to do like some pork. Okay. And then like t- with this pork, 
pork shoulder. I want, I want like a I want like a West Coast IPA. Like I need something to like cut that fat. Oh, okay. It's All like, right. It gotta be some bitterness. Now are we, we talking like from that West Coast tea? I gotta ask, are you talking like like pulled pork? Or are you doing like uh, like pork chops? No, 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 no. Like like a rack of lamb. Oh, oh okay, all right. Style pork. Okay. Oh, rack of lamb. Oh, rack of, oh, lamb, rack pork. of lamb pork. A crown. A crown. <laughs> Incredible, Alex. That you're that you're a you're mating pork, these two different crown, animals and creating you know that crown, an entire new meat species. You know the crown <laughs> that they make with the pork. Yes. You know yes. Yes. Pork yeah, wings. Pork, crown, pork yes. wings. Yeah, pork as they're crown. called. Pork yeah, wings. Pork sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. So you thinking, yes. Alex? What are you thinking for your? What are you thinking for your West Coasty? Type IPA? You think in Lagunitas? You think in um, maybe like a Bell's Two Hearted? Actually, I didn't think that far, but Lagunitas IPA. I okay. Listen, I know they're big beer, and I say this all the time. How many times have I said this on this podcast? Lagunitas IPA is, I think, the perfect beer. I think it is. I think it's the perfect beer. Um. So I, I listened to a podcast. Sorry, Nick, no, to cut you off. I sure. need to bring this up real quick. Anthony Fauci was on this podcast. It was from Thirty for Thirty. And they were talking about uh, like the cancellation of sports and how that related to the pandemic, obviously earlier this year. Sure. And he said that he said that Anthony Fauci came on and he was like, "I was uh, I had a long day at work. I remember I got home. My wife made dinner. She poured me a glass of beer. I remember specifically it was Lagunitas IPA, and I was like, "Fuck yes, Anthony Fauci, goddamn legend." Fair enough. Um, I actually visited Lagunitas in Chicago on my honeymoon. And it was a wild journey, like honestly, a very, very cool spot. Um, so I can't hate the player, but I can hate the game. So that's a good answer. Fucking jackass. We've been to, we've been to the the Lagunitas uh, out in Santa Rosa, which is uh, great. It's a great spot. Um, but again, support local. You know, yeah. uh, it, it's a it's a good. It's a good target, right? You don't need to get the Lagunitas IPA. You need to find something that is similar to the Lagunitas IPA made by somebody in the craft sphere. I would think maybe like a Cinderlands, like the uh, Clean Break Triple IPA is kind of West Coasty. Um, it's cool because I'm out here and I, I'm like, I have all of this access to really, really good West Coast IPAs because I'm but, on the West Coast. But Not no that it's necessary, but... It's great. They they do. I, Fieldwork, the, the double that I had was like 9%, and it was off the charts. But you can walk into a bottle shop and pick up Pliny the Elder whenever you feel like it. So That's true. That's I, a, I also want to like slap you in the example. face just for being alive. So Truly, truly great. <laughs> Love it out here. Um, so, yeah, that was great. And, Nick, what about you for your, your pairing to yeah. round us out? Okay, so mine is going to be a very um, – Couple-y kind of thing because Sarah and I have been together for a long time, right? Dumbest, uh, stupidest. <laughs> yeah, you guys are old as fuck. We are, uh, but so my pairing would definitely be Sarah's homemade cookies and like some some pastry boys. Okay, I feel like that we could find beers that would pair very well with like her chocolate chunk and toffee salted caramel cookies and like. I just I had a um, a beer from Equilibrium last night that was a triple IPA with marshmallow fluff called Straight Out of the Marshmallow Laboratory, and I feel like that would just go great with like a s'mores cookie 
or like a making a s'more, you know, like just an actual s'more. But that would be my pairing is like cookies and beer that kind of have that same kind of vibe. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I think at this point we are ready to wind down. Anybody have any last comments? Nick, you always have some shout outs. Hit us with some. All right. So follow Creekside Beer on all of your social media platforms. They are doing some great content, let alone the fact that some of their beers are the best in the Berg. Uh, They have great deals on Corona right now. They have good deals on uh, other stuff, too, if you're drinking stuff that is big beer. But uh, the other thing is follow Fueled by Hops. Uh, Fueled by Hops underscore on Instagram. Fueled by Hops. The Facebook group is lively and fun and clean, and a safe space for all your beer-loving needs, okay? Ryan will boot you if you're being a dick about Dirty Glass Mafia. So don't fuck with them. But uh, I want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners this week. We had a big jump. We're up to almost 500 plays this past week. So thank you guys for uh, checking us out, sharing it around, uh, shoot us a like. I got some keychains left. I'm mailing one out because I did get a DM about sending out a keychain. So that will go out this week. Uh, other than that, if uh, if nothing else, we are going to start work on getting merch into the Fueled by Hop Shop, merch. just like merch. just like Hop Nation did. Hop Nation, uh, big shout out to those guys. That was a blast when we were on their episode. So we got to get them on one of ours. Uh, so. We're going to work on that. Um, the last thing that I will say, go buy their cyber drunk glass in the Fueled by Hop Shop. Get your 20% off with the weekly recap code. Um, other than that, I think get I'm you, done sailing. Get you some fucking money off. Everyone is hurting right now. <laughs> get you a damn discount. I'll say it again. Have you ever wanted to pay 80% for 100% of stuff? <laughs> Go use our code. It's sitting right there for you. All right. You're Thank you guys again for dumbest. having a great week. You're the fucking Alex, dumbest. I love you. Nick, I, I love you. Jake, Everybody I love you. is great. You're so dumb. All right. Let's, uh, Thank you for listening again. Let's raise a glass a here. Wrap up. Thank you guys. And cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Hey!